Glad to hear you guys are all embracing your filth out there. I need you to do me a favor. Wherever you're listening to this, give it a rating. Go ahead and give it a bad one if you hate it, but give us a good one if you like it. Subscribe, of course. Share it. Text it to your grandma. Post it on MySpace. Share it with your Tinder matches or Grinder. We got that new fall merch coming. It's going to be on valleyboyspodcast.com. Until then, you can still get your Embrace Your Filth shirts with the little raccoons on it. We're all embracing our filth. After all, we're quite disgusting. We are all products of a raging boner. At some point in our history, somebody had a fat dick, tapped someone else on the shoulder, and said, let's do something about this. And that is how all of us are here. Different strokes for different folks, you know. Everyone gets their bones differently. Some guys just need to see a pair of hooties and they're ready to go. Some people, it's kind of weird. You know, I'm not trying to kink shame or whatever. They say you can't do that. But uh, I don't know. I think unless it's really weird, you should absolutely be shamed. You know, if your partner says they want their, I don't know, their hair pulled a little bit, go ahead. If they say, call me a bitch, then call them a bitch. Call them a dirty little bitch. But if they say something really weird like, "Mm, I want to fall down the stairs instead of having sex. Well, go ahead and say, what the fuck? That's a real fetish, by the way. Falling down the stairs. I feel like that's not something you know about yourself until you discover it by accident. You fall down the stairs one day, you check for bruises, and you find a big, fat dick. Now, every new relationship you have is going to be really fucking weird. And you know that's going to come up at some point. They're going to ask you, where did this falling down the stairs thing come from? Your parents or your partner somebody. You got to say, well, remember that one summer I was always breaking my arms and breaking my legs every few days? The summer of love? And by the way, these are all very real. I didn't know any of this existed, and because I found out this week, you have to find out about it too. This is this is just, we, we do this together, you know? And hey, like, uh, I'm not that open-minded. I understand you don't know what you really like until you're exposed to it, the more specific it is, but I, I'm just not, I'm not a trier, you know? If a girl told me she likes getting her titties kicked around once in a while while she's crying, I'd say, okay, that's so great for you. You, you should absolutely do that, but over there somewhere. Go find yourself a Robbie Gould who will drop kick your hooties like field goals, you know? Not me. That's what I would say out loud. Not judging. But in my head, I'm totally judging. I'm thinking, what the fuck? How do I delete my number from somebody else's phone? Body mutilation? That's a real thing. People go from like, I can't get a boner unless there's a pain in my dick, all the way to just cutting it right off. Again, this is very real. People fantasize about that. But it's also something you can only do once. Just like the suicide fetish. Which is also very real, sadly. But hey, most of this shit is completely harmless. You know, maybe you got a thing for the Energizer Bunny. Hey, go ahead. Go right down that rabbit hole. Very common one is, uh, you know, obedience. Being told what to do. And that's cool. You're like a golden retriever. At the end of the day, those are your sexual preferences. It's no different than someone liking it uh, on top or on the bottom or on the sides. That's good. But that's your, that's not your whole personality. That's not what should be everything you put out in public. Which, of course, is another fetish. Some people like spinning their dick in line at Albertsons. That's not cool because then I gotta deal with it. Just keep your damn hands to yourself. Something uh, Devontae Adams should learn. The Las Vegas Raider receiver who pushed down a cameraman. And guess what? That cameraman's going to get that bag. He's going to get rich. Wrong place at the wrong time? Nope. Other way around. That's some public flip-out shit. 
don't get me wrong, I do think that the cameraman should be a little bit of a team player here and understand what actually happened. But also, Devontae Adams should have kept his fucking hands to himself. Now, of course, the next day, the cameraman's reporter comes out and said, yes, of course, there's a lawyer. Yes, he was brought to the hospital with, quote, non-life-threatening injuries. Why even say that at all? Everybody left the, the stadium with non-life-threatening injuries, except maybe to their liver, because Raiders fans are gross. Not that I'm one to talk. But yeah, this cameraman, he hit the jackpot. He's going to hire some Lionel Hutz. He's going to show up to the courtroom, hobbling like Harvey Weinstein with the walker up to the stand and talk about how his life is forever damaged and he can't get past it unless he gets $10 million. See, typically I love a good public freakout. There's nothing like it, man. You see the videos? Ah, I love it. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. It's my fetish. Is watching these people have lose their shit in public. You ever see that in person? Someone comes into a public space doing stupid shit? You got to give glances to everybody around you. You see this shit too? All right, good. You say that with your eyes. You know, everybody in there. It could be some 300-pound woman in a nightgown. She comes in threatening to stab the McDonald's employee with a pair of tongs. You know, I didn't get my sauce. It's time for that side eye. Hey, everybody else in here, we're all in this together. Someone losing their shit on an airplane. You know, it's, it's always for having to wear a mask, despite checking a little box that says that they would. You do that when you buy the ticket. You agree to it electronically. Everyone around you, we're all part of that task force. You record from that angle. I got this one. Someone comes in wearing a funny hat. Check in with the people around you with your eyes. If the hat's got horns on it, it could go either way. If they're like big, silly moose horns, eh, that's not intimidating at all. That's the same hat a waiter puts on you when you have a birthday at a restaurant. It's probably a sweet guy just looking for someone to, you know, tie up his shoes. But you get the, the, the horns where the guy's got a skull mask on it, you know, and, and it's those big, scary deer horns. That shit is terrifying. That guy won't steal your wallet, but he'll steal your heart and eat it. See, that would be a meat cute for the ages, which, by the way, I hate that term, meat cute. Ugh. But if you were up on an airplane and somebody starts throwing punches and water bottles at everybody over a mask and you both got a black eye together, that's that's love at first recite, you know? When shit goes down, you're all in it together. It's like a hostage situation. It's like when I, in Winnipeg, I used to work at this bar when I was 18 years old, okay? Guys would get in fights and it was terrifying because they're just smashing and, and hitting everything they can. When girls got in fights, it was hilarious. Now, I'm only speaking from my own experience. This is an anecdotal little thing, but every time they would fight, they would grab their hair and the bouncers would try and pull them apart and chunks come flying out and all the guys in the bar, employees, their boyfriends, everybody were all standing in a line Linked arms, swaying back and forth, doing soccer chants. We were all best friends in that moment. And that's the thing. You could be out there. You, you could be on a plane with the Pope. And he's like, well, guess we're friends now. What's your Instagram? I would say one of the first modern viral freakouts was the Alanis Morissette song, You Ought to Know. She was performing that at the, at the Taylor Hawkins concert, which heartbreaking, of course. But have you ever read the lyrics to that that was considered a feminist anthem back in the mid 90s i mean not quite so much the lyrical content more just that there's like you know a female rocker top in the charts which is great but the lyrics to that man that's from someone having a public meltdown it just it starts off with i want you to know that i'm happy for you both which by the way is sarcasm 
That is a complete lie. Imagine getting that text from your ex, say at like 3 a.m. You know it's sarcasm. Not to mention, not to mention she, she goes on and on about, uh, are you thinking of me when you fuck her? Ugh. Imagine your ex says that to you. Are you thinking of me when you fuck her? And then she says, it was a slap in the face how quickly I was replaced right before that. So, I mean, you, you were, you were replaced. What do you do inspired on him? This was before cell phones. You know what I mean? This is the mid nineties or earlier. She was very young. So she's spying on this most likely older man. Very good chance she's a pedophile because she was, you know, 16 when her first album dropped. And all of these names of these different guys that it could have been about besides the obvious Dave Coulier one. Potential pedophiles, just saying. But anyways, she's spying on this guy and y y you're gone. You're out of the picture. What are you giving a shit what he's doing? He's long gone. Go out, have your own experiences. Maybe get your titties kicked around if that's your thing. But to me, this doesn't really scream... Like it's a, it's a feminist anthem. It's more like a restraining order, which I don't know. Uh, I remember this, this article came out by, by someone who, uh, a lady who call who considers herself a feminism saying exactly that it was when Taylor Swift performed that song with Alanis, uh, Taylor called Alanis up on stage and they played it together and nobody in the audience knew who Alanis Morissette was because they're significantly younger. I mean, that kind of makes sense because Alanis' crazy lyrics are, are, are sort of like the big sister of what Taylor's lyrics are. You know, hers are like, I got dumped and it sucked and you stink. And it's okay. That's relatively harmless little sister shit. If Alanis' lyrics are the kind that drink an entire bottle of wine, nay, a box of wine, and then show up in the middle of dinner to confront her ex with a necklace she ga he gave her, then Taylor's are like the type that would maybe have one glass of wine a little Smirnoff ice, maybe, maybe one shot of raspberry vodka on her birthday, but you know, that's going to show up in her hair later in the form of puke. I do love Alanis Morissette's music and she's Canadian. So it's it, being Canadian is, is like being on a flight with somebody where somebody else is having a freak out. You're kind of in this together. <laughs> now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Ask yourself if you had $86,400 in the bank and someone stole 10 bucks from you. Would you throw out the rest of your savings over that $10? Well, there's 86,400 seconds in a day, but I find myself fixated on 10 bad seconds instead of the other 86,300. It can be tough on your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. Therapy is something everyone can benefit from, and I mean everyone, 100% of the population. Getting an outside perspective from a neutral party who has the experience to offer a different way of approaching things was all I needed. I find myself more confident, a little less stressed out about the smaller picture, and much more like myself. Therapy can get past emotional trauma, find a way out of anxiety and depression. Sometimes it's just to vent out what's on your mind. I mean, everyone can benefit from that. If you're thinking of giving therapy a shot, why not try BetterHelp? It couldn't be easier. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a quick survey, but you can switch your therapist at any time. It's convenient, accessible, and much less than the cost of traditional therapy, not to mention it's completely online, so it can be done anywhere you have an internet connection. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Boys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Boys. Do you know who my favorite pop star is right now? Lizzo. Man, she got some pipes. She got some good songs. You know, she, she can sing about getting her nails done. And I hear that, and, and my butt starts wiggling a bit. You know, new man on the Minnesota Vikings. Give me that all day. When people are mad at her right now, they're mad because uh, there's this crystal flute, whatever the fuck that means, owned by James Madison that was in the Library of Congress, and they let her go on stage and play it. She's a classically trained flute, flutist, flautist, fluter. She's very good at playing the flute. And she's up there playing it and shaking her butt and everybody's mad about it. Well, peop some people are mad about it. You know who. <laughs> Smells a little racist. I mean, let's look at the optics here. You have a rich, successful black woman who is playing a crystal flute owned by a president who also owned her ancestors. And people are pulling their own dicks off about it. I think that is exactly the image America needs to see right now. And what does James Madison's estate have to say about it? Well, they invited her over to the guy's house where he owned the slaves to play the flute. So give that a little bit of consideration. And then people, some of the defense they have for this, well, yeah, he was a slave owner, but you know what? He was a nice slave owner. Like he treated his slaves well, but, but, but they were slaves. You know, so, so you're telling me he's the Starbucks of slave owners? He throws them a little bit of crumbs here and there, but won't let them unionize. Listen, treating your employees or slaves well is, is a, it's a productivity strategy. Happy workers are productive workers. That's all that means. If he, if he had kindness in his heart or whatever you think the motivation was, he would have freed them. He would know them in the first place. This isn't even a, a historical flute, if such a thing exists. It's not magical. It's not like it, it held any bearing into how he was as a president. He didn't stick it up his butt and pogo his way into deciding the independence. This is, this is merely a possession. All criticism, every single piece of criticism that anybody has about Lizzo playing that flute is about her weight. Well, she's fat. Yeah, yeah, she is. Oh, oh, never thought of it that way. Yeah, well, she twerks. Well, that's what she does. She she cuts out the uh, the ass of her dress and, and sticks her big fat furry butt out of it. Yep, she sure does. That's what she does. I mean, is is that something that I would specifically go and look up and enjoy? No, it's not. But like, what do I care? I don't care. I like her singing. That's what matters. If she wants to stick her big fat furry butt out of a dress on an airplane or at a football game, I don't fucking care. You do that. She should absolutely do that. It doesn't concern me and it doesn't concern you. She can sing. New man on the Minnesota Vikings. It's going to be Devontae Adams pretty soon if he doesn't keep his hands off people. <laughs> and you know, it is like we talked about it in the last episode. It's a lot like the same people that get all butthurt about uh, the Black Little Mermaid. You know, that's a, it's a little harder to hide your racism. Same thing with this. You know, when they had the... I mean, not, not, not that it's the same, but when we're talking about sexism here, when, when I'm a big Ghostbusters fan, and when they came with the female Ghostbusters, I didn't give a shit. I also didn't watch it, but not because I have this hatred for women in my heart or anything like that. It's because I heard it sucks. 
You know, and, and it's it's just like that. If something bothers you, don't look at it. Do we need another Ghostbusters movie? No. Does it matter? No. Because I let people enjoy things. I don't fucking care. What I don't like is the new that they're making a new Halloween movie. And it's out already. I don't fucking care about that. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to watch it. Because every Halloween movie starts exactly the same and ends exactly the same. It goes, oh, remember that time we killed Michael Myers? But for real this time? That's what we said? But like for real, for real? Not like all the other times we kept saying that? You know how we, at the end of the movie, we chopped up his body and we fed it to a hammerhead shark and then a giant whale came and ate the shark and then diarrhea him out and a school of fish came and drank all the diarrhea? You thought he was dead? Well, <laughs> guess what? He's back. Halloween, the cash grab. Dude, you want a quick buck? Get shoved by Devontae Adams. <laughs> I mean, I understand you're supposed to suspend disbelief, but that's a pretty huge pot plot hole. And plus, the guy, the guy would be like 100 years old now. You know, what's he doing between all of his murderings? Is he doing quality assurance at the dirt factory somewhere? A hundred years old, man. But the thing is, he's, he's, he's got to have a social security number, you know, because he's, he's checked into the insane asylum a lot. How's he get an apartment? How's he get a job? You know, his, his apartment is going to be a nice one, too, because it's going to have a home gym because the dude's in great shape to do all the murders. But the guy's old, man. He's old. He's the guy at the Apple store asking how to turn on the heart rate on his Apple Watch. He's, he's the Tom Brady of serial killers. You know, he's 100 years old and he keeps doing it. But that's why, that's why Tom Brady's getting divorced. You know, that came out. His wife is leaving his ass because he won't retire from the NFL. Uh, his wife, by the way, at one point was the highest paid supermodel in the world. She's making more money than that guy. But Tom Brady fucked up by saying, the re giving a reason for retirement. You know, last year he said uh, he's retiring to spend more time with his kids. He shouldn't have said that. He shouldn't have said anything because it's the truth. You know that's true. You know he's being pressured into it by his family. And it's, it's causing marital problems. And that's the only reason why he was sticking around the NFL is to get out of the house. It's like those dudes who drive around the block 17 times when they get home from work. And then they sit in the driveway and cry. He should have just said, it's because I'm 100 years old. And I have to look over Michael Myers' shoulder every time I'm at the Apple store to learn how to turn on my phone. You know, when the genius is talking to Michael and Tom Brady's 45th in line. You know why they call them geniuses? Because they know how to sell you dumb shit. You go in there looking for an Apple Watch and that's what they do. The new ones come with like slightly different bands. And they're like, oh, okay. So this $500 watch that's slightly different than the $490 watch that we came up with last year. It has this, uh, this is this is real. This is something an Apple quote unquote genius said. He's like, take, take a look at this band. It's knitted. And it looks like laser tag. That's my favorite thing. It's like, I bet it is. Because you're a fucking dork. That's why you work here. But that's not justification for $500. What they do is they slip it on you. They're like, ooh, look at that. And then people buy it. Genius. Everything in that store is upgradable. You know, you go in, you, you just want to buy a phone. You go in and say, can I have this? Can I have this phone? And they're like, yes. But it's an extra $200 if you want it to function at all. Oh, you want the new one? Okay, well, no. Nah. Can I just buy the one that's on the table? Nah. Do you, do you know when you're getting more? Nah. Okay, well, here's $1,000. Can I please have a phone? And they're like, no. Everything's an upgrade. It's the same thing with Uber Eats. You just want to be a fat, lazy piece of shit, and they're like, okay, 
You want napkins with that, fatty? Click the button. I shouldn't have to do that. That should be applied. I'm eating. I'm not going to use my sleeve. I mean, it's, it's a safe assumption based on what I'm ordering that I'm a total slob. Which, by the way, I'm going back on that keto as early as tomorrow. <laughs> that's, where, that's where it's all uh, low, no carb and no sugar, you know? I call, the, I, I call this one thing I'd get a fat fuck salad. It's just two cheeseburgers without the bun. Put it with shredded up lettuce and you mix it up and you eat it out of a trough. Fat fuck salad. How the hell do you lose weight on that? I don't know. But I have no doubt. I have no doubt that somebody's going to hit up my DMs and say, well, here's the science behind it. And I don't care. You know what I mean? You're the expert. I get it. You know something I don't. I don't care. But that's the nature of this thing. You know, I was talking about Lizzo a minute ago. Someone's Someone turned it off. Somebody somewhere shut it off and got mad. And they're writing into my DMs about it. And they always say the same fucking stupid shit. You know? Oh, you're just a comedian. Like... Your profession qualifies you to have an opinion, apparently. You know, this guy probably works at the dirt factory. That could, that's, that's, that's justification for him to have a different opinion. I don't get it. I'll tell you something, man. When you're dealing with a troll, you know, and this is, this is coming from a recovered troll. All right? I only do it in Call of Duty now. I flashbang my teammates, and I pick one person with a microphone that's always screaming, and I kill them three times in a match because that's what you're allowed to do just to have them scream. I'm 38 years old. This is what brings me joy in life. Anyways, when you're minding your business and you post on your social media something and somebody else comes along out of nowhere and says, well, gives you a three paragraph response. You know, they're typing it up all angry with their thumbs and they have something to say. Don't respond to them. Don't say anything yet. Okay. Don't argue with them because you're not going to win. You, you are, but the, 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 they're not going to realize that. They're too stupid to realize that. You see, if you have the intelligence... The, the so, so low intelligence to contact a stranger about how their opinion is wrong, you're not going to convince them otherwise. There's only one response to this, which is just, okay. You know, some dude was going off on my Instagram saying all kinds of crazy shit, and I didn't even read it. I just replied, okay. And then he Tasmanian deviled up his phone, typed it in a fury, more crazy shit, three paragraphs. That had to have taken an hour. And I just replied, Okay. And you know what makes them really mad? When other people support you. They just go and they, they click that little button that says like under the okay. And that's what they all come back with. Well, comedians shouldn't have opinions. That's, that's the whole name of the game, dirt farmer. You know what I mean? And they get mad about the blue check mark. Ah, blue check marks. Anyone that polices other people's opinions on things like that. They're all the same type of guy, and it's always men. And they have, they're the dudes with, like, swords on the wall. You know, they'll have, like, a sword hanging up on the wall of their apartment or in their bedroom at their mom's house and, like, a framed wolf poster. They're the type of guys who leave angry reviews on fast food apps themselves, you know, on the Apple store. It's like they, this, Wendy's fucks up their order, so they take it out there. It's like, nah, dude, this is about the app. Nobody's... nobody's Downloading the Wendy's app going like, oh, let's try Wendy's. I've never heard of this before. Let's see what it's about. Nah, it's about the app. Does it crash? Does it give you your points when you order a Frosty? Nah, dude, they're reviewing the app itself because Wendy's didn't give them enough napkins. Which, by the way, is very bad. It's not like that woman. So this this just happened where some influencer bought a couch for $100,000. Okay, that's how much money these people are making. She, she accidentally bought a couch for $100,000. And she's asking her fans to 
to help her pay for it, which is an obvious scam. I mean, some scams, it's hard to tell. When you get a text message or an email from paypal.com and you're like, oh shit, I better give my password. Okay, you're not quite so stupid. You're a little bit stupid, but you know, that's forgivable. But when someone says, oh, I bought a couch for a hundred grand and I, and, and I need money to, to just pay it because I don't, I didn't mean to do that. You're dumb because you can cancel that order. You just go, oh, nope, sorry, I don't want it. And that's the end of it for a hundred thousand dollars. So I'm glad, I'm glad that this person is pulling out this scam and who knows, it might be fake. It might be some publicity stunt. I don't know, but I'm glad that she's doing that because a fool and his money, you know what I mean? They say a fool and his money are soon separated. It's like survival of the fittest, but financially, you know, people ain't making money out there these days. And if you want to spend it on giving it to some influencer because you like her little TikTokies, then you don't deserve that money. Give it to me. Actually, you, you can. <laughs> We're going to wrap this up uh, because it's Friday at 4.11 p.m. and I got to upload this by 5. Um, go to valleyboyspodcast.com and pick yourself up a shirt. Again, the new ones are coming. They're not out right now. If you want a preview of it, go to my Instagram, at Dave Weasel. You'll see my little zombie dude. Okay? It was uh, designed by at Drawn From The Mind. A dude who does incredible podcast artwork. Uh, it's Zombie Me. That's going to be on there. The shirts will be purple. And while you're there, throw me a follow. Go ahead and get angry in my DMs or on the comments. That's cool. And again, as I've asked you guys, please give the show a, a rating. A good one if you like it. A bad one if you hate it. Anything is good. Whatever you got to do. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening to this. If you made it this far. I believe this is the f first podcast I've ever done where... I haven't had a drop of booze. I usually like to get, you know, a little liquored up before I do this. And uh, this wasn't, that's not because I was, you know, trying to better myself or anything like that. I just got shit to do and I can't be all liquored up before I do it. You know, your boy waited till the last minute. So here we are. All right. From Reseda, California. Good night. <laughs>